We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome to the Rotowire DFS MLB Podcast Wednesday edition. Hi there, baseball fans. I'm Paul Bruno, and I'm joined once again by John McKechnie, and we're coming at you on August 23rd. And John, I'm very excited to share news about the first ever fantasy sports show this weekend in Toronto. It's a three-day affair, and I'm among the featured speakers, along with a few of our buddies who are going to make the trip north. Sadly, you are not among this group. I'm disappointed by that, but I tell you, I'm pretty uh, pretty geeked about being able to talk about three or four different sports in three separate uh, lecture halls and then participating in a live NFL draft. I'm all set for all of it. Can't wait. That, that's awesome. I, I'm, I'm really excited for you. I, I, like you said, I, unfortunately, I won't be up in Toronto uh, this weekend. Now that you've, you've got the, the Vegas NFL draft under your belt, um, have you done some more drafts to, you know, get yourself ready to dominate this one in front of like a room full of people? You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not worried to, because I'm leaning heavily on the Rotowire information. Uh, the guys at, at head office have done a great job keeping no, news and notes up to date. And there's some interest, uh, interesting stuff that we'll get into later on when we talk about the FanDuel read today. We're starting a promotional read for, for football, and I want to save a, a couple of tidbits for that. But uh, I'm ready for it, buddy. I'll, I'll represent. Don't worry. There you go. <laughs> Before we get into our breakdown of fa- top FanDuel picks for tonight's games, I invite you to follow me, Paul Bruno, at Statsman22, and you can follow John at Johnny McKex. John, let's get through the t- today's matchups. A quick preview of projected starters. I'll note that two games are uh, early starts, including your Orioles, so no, ba- no Baltimore talk for you today. That's going to be a bit tough. 
I think it's going to be tough, but I think it's probably a, a good thing for the listeners. <laughs> they don't want to hear me just keep yammering on about how I'm, I think Manny Machado is going to turn around. He has, though. He has. Yeah, he has. Had to fit it in there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but all right, here we go. Getting into tonight's slate here. We got a, a matchup of, of true aces in Justin Nicolino and the Marlins going to Philadelphia to face Mark Leiter Jr. and the Phillies. Uh, Mark Leiter, one and three record, four, three, eight ERA going against Nicolino again, four, 11 ERA for him. That's a seven oh five start. Then we have the Dodgers veteran lefty Rich Hill, nine and four record, three, five, four ERA going to Pittsburgh to face Trevor Williams and the Pirates. Uh, Dodgers, pretty heavy road favorites here, minus 170 over or under set at nine. It's a 705 start. Then we're moving to arguably the best pitching matchup of the night uh, in all seriousness with Corey Kluber in the Indians. Uh, Corey Kluber, 12 and three record, 267 ERA, uh, hosting the Red Sox and Drew Pomeranz, 12 and four record, 331 ERA. Indians pretty heavily favored though, uh, minus 190 with a very low over under of seven and a half there. Then we have the, your Blue Jays with Marcus Stroman, 11 and six record, 299 ERA. Uh, slight road favorites down in Tampa Bay facing Austin. Pruitt uh, with a six and four record, five three seven ERA uh, over under there, set at eight and a half. Then we're gonna have the Yankees with Luis Severino, ten and five record, uh, with a three one eight ERA. Heavy heavy road favorites uh, at minus two twenty going against Detroit and Jordan Zimmerman who has a seven and ten mark with an ERA just under six. Then we're gonna have the Cubs with, with uh, Mike Montgomery, three and six record with a three six four ERA. Cubs. Uh, relatively heavy road favorites there at minus 150 Uh, going to Cincinnati to face Asher Wojciechowski three and two mark five three six ERA the over under set at 10 there so it's going to be smart to get some uh, bat exposure in that one then we're going to have the Diamondbacks with Zach Godley five and six mark three one three ERA going to Queens to face the Mets and Chris Flexen two and two record six five five ERA Diamondbacks minus 165 favorites in that one there's some uh, strange and inviting lines among those and some other ones that I'm going to pick today. This could be a good day for, for betting against the spread, I think. There's some, some tasty ones out there, John, including some of the following, perhaps. The Mariners throw Erasmo Ramirez, converted relief uh, pitcher, up against Atlanta. Uh, Ramirez is 5-4 and four with a 4.52 ERA. The visitors are favored minus, minus 125, the over-under at 9.5 against Atlanta. And their inning eater, R.A. Dickey, 8-8, and 3.98 is the ERA for that 7.35 start. Then we move to 8-10, a battle of veterans. One is having a fine year, the other one not so much. Urban Santana and the Twins uh, bring Santana's 13-7 and seven record, a 3.33 ERA. They're favored, minus 160, with the over-under set at 10. Into Chicago to face the White Sox and James Shields. Not so big game anymore. Two and four, five seventy-two. The ERA eight ten is the start time there. The Nationals throw Edwin Jackson his four and two record, a two ninety-two ERA at Houston, and Mike Fires seven and eight is his record with a four thirty-two ERA. Homestanding Astros a minus one seventy favorite in a marquee matchup uh, team-wise, I guess you could say. The over/under set at nine and a half. Eight ten is the start time there. The Rockies throw Antonio Senzatella. I love saying that name, uh, John. <laughs> 10 and 4 is the record. 456 ERA at Ca- Kansas City. And uh, Ian Kennedy, uh, pretty much a gas can this year. 4 9 the record. 506 the ERA. Despite that, KC's a favorite. Minus 130. The over under set at 9. I'm surprised by that one. 815 start time. Padres throw Julius Chassin. 11 8 is the record. 398 is the ERA at St. Louis. And Luke Weaver. 
One and one is his mark, 331 the ERA, and minus 185 for the homestanding cards. The over-under set at 8.5 for that 8.15 start. And finally, in the late start, the uh, Texas Rangers throw Andrew Kashner, 7-9 and nine, the record, 331 the ERA, against the Angels, and Andrew Heaney in his second start, uh, the home club, uh, the Angels, minus 150 favorites, the over-under set at 9 for that 10.08 start. John, let's get into this. So beginning with our starting pitchers, let's take a look at the top end of the FanDuel board where we see Kluber far and away ahead of the class. Severino and Stroman join, join him as the three options priced above 9,000. Now, last week, I'll remind our listeners, I was on Stroman, who delivered big time for me. He's been on a long streak of quality starts, and that run continues as of this recording. But the, the Rays are always giving the Jays trouble, particularly in Tampa. Uh, so I'm, I'm laying off that one. And Corey Kluber, priced too high for me. He faces a Bo Sox team that could uh, rise up and bite you because they, they can hit you one through nine. Not a lot of power there, but, but they get on base a lot. And uh, they throw uh, Drew Pomerantz, who's coming off some back troubles recently, into that matchup. That leaves Luis Severino for me, who's allowed more than one earned run only once in his last seven starts. And he faces a reeling Tiger squad with Zimmerman on the mound. He's been drilled in each of his last two, uh, two outings. So that's my case for going Severino in Severino's direction of this trio. Make your case, John, for these three guys tonight. Uh, I definitely uh, like what you're saying about Severino and, and his road splits are decidedly better than his home ones. He's got a 2-4 ERA, a 108 whip uh, away from Yankee Stadium. Uh, heaviest uh, favorites on the board tonight despite being on the road. So uh, a lot of things going in Severino's uh favor there uh with kluber though what, what's interesting is that i think the combination of the price uh the last start out when he left with a bit of an ankle even though you know francona has been saying no issues there he's full go full go to go however long he needs to uh tonight and i think going against the red Sox at, at that price all kind of will combine to to drive kluber's price down a little bit and you know when you do roster a guy like kluber that's over eleven thousand, you have only three thousand to spend on average on the rest of your position players um so you really do have to get crafty with it um i do like kluber to post the best number among the starting pitchers tonight but i don't trust myself to to build uh quite the lineup that i would like with, with the bats that i'm targeting given some of the other pitchers uh going tonight um to where I, i'd be satisfied with the kluber lineup at least for gpp purposes um so i'm probably leaning away from him and then uh, to your point on stroman uh he's obviously been very solid um, as well of late i i am a little concerned that he is facing the Rays for the second time in a row though right Right. That's a, that's an important consideration uh, on top of everything else that we highlighted about that matchup. Uh, it scares me to death, to be honest with you, as a, as a Jays fan, of course, with yeah. the, the flickering light of, of contention almost out for my club. Up next, we'll highlight the group from $8,800 down to $7,800. At the top of this list, we see Rich Hill, who's allowed three earned runs or less in each of his last 10 starts. A couple of those were only five inning affairs, so you can't hang the quality start moniker on him throughout all 10 but really rock solid he faces a pirate squad that's two and eight in their last 10 games uh santana for his part has had four straight solid starts and continues a pretty strong year for him and he faces the worst team in the al the white Sox. so that makes him attractive too and i like the possibilities with zach godley a lot Uh, his ability to rack up big strikeout totals uh, is uh, backed up by that potent d-backs lineup facing a mets team and struggling starter in flexen that's my thumbnail on the top three guys in this range are you on any of them or others in this group john um, I, I think my, my problem with Rich Hill is the same problem that I've had with him through for most of the season. You know the K's are going to be there. Uh, tonight, you, you know, he, he's pitching for a team that you assume is going to win 
uh, you know, and, and pretty much any given night. And he's going against a Pirates team that, that um, you know, is 27th and weighted on base over the last month. Um, but Chris or Rich Hill only gone over six innings once in his last five appearances. And that was an outing in which he went six and a third. So really you're hoping that, that his strikeouts, you're hoping he gets maybe six innings, uh, maybe seven or eight strikeouts. You're really, really kind of banking on that. Otherwise, you know, I just don't like Hill's ability to get deep enough into games to make you feel, uh, really safe there. Uh, Godley, obviously he's been solid of late, especially in, in the strikeout rate. Uh, the Mets similarly bad, um, lately in terms of weighted on base at 29th overall. And it is in city field, which is much better than chase field if you're a pitcher. So I like the Godley call. Um, but I, I think I'm going to target Luke Weaver here. He's a, he's a young, young player that, um, He's taking Wainwright's spot in the rotation after Wainwright uh, went on the shelf. He only has a, two starts on the year, and he's gone, I think, 11 combined innings in over those two starts. Um, but I like his chances tonight uh, for settling in against the Padres. I think this is a guy that, that figures to be kind of a centerpiece of that Cardinals rotation for a long time. Uh, moving forward, Padres 28th and weighted on base. So that there's a lot of uh, pitchers with value going against really bad offenses this year. So th- this trio is one that you'd certainly consider if you're going uh, away from the top tier. And I think you also have to point to Irvin Santana in his road numbers, 259 ERA, 1.08 whip uh, away from target field and going against one of the worst offenses in baseball, like you said, in the Chicago White Sox. John, in the bottom tier from $7,300 on down, there are a few interesting options, which include for me R.A. Dickey against the Mariners. The knuckleballer has had a couple of big strikeout games in his last four starts. He continues to be an inning eater, uh, something my home club misses dearly. And I always give consideration to an NL squad hosting an AL squad with the Noah DH at their disposal. That forces the visitors out of their normal comfort zone. And that's a factor for me when I look at the DFS op- options tonight. The Mariners starter, I said, uh, Rasmus Ramirez, is a converted reliever, not a big strikeout guy. And pitching to contact against the middle of that Braves lineup could lead to a long night for him. Your thoughts in this group, John? Yeah, I think I think you you mostly bring up a good point uh, on a, a team that is uh, good good to potentially target tonight with Atlanta, um, and you know with with that going against a guy in Erasmo Ramirez, uh, who who you can pretty much only count on going four maybe five right. innings, right. Um, and then you get to that bullpen that's a little bit banged up even though they you know kind of went and got some reinforcements around the trade deadline. It's still uh, definitely not a top notch group, and I think just it's always a good idea to to target some bats uh going in sun trust because it that really is one of the premier hitter parks out there so i'm not really touching any of the pitchers from this uh area but i can definitely see guys that i'm going to target uh with my bats especially erasmo ramirez john we get to uh talk fantasy football for a minute because uh, the wait is over fans fantasy football is back at FanDuel that means FanDuel is back in a big way for the football season FanDuel where fantasy football is there for everyday fans there's new contests starting every week no busted seasons here either just like baseball something for everybody lots of contests to choose from starting at just one dollar just pick a contest choose your team and watch your score in real time John, uh, the experience in FanDuel for me really heightens at this time of year when when I I love to play the football. I I know NBA is around the corner and hockey is not too far behind. So uh, things are going to be business is going to be picking up. But uh, looking forward to week one where I'll be focused on the running games in the Dallas, New York uh, Giants tilt. It's a battle of Darren McFadden against Perkins. Uh, I was, uh, you know, of course, I'm disappointed with the Cowboys starting running back being sidelined with that 
awful suspension situation. Sure. And I, I was expecting Eli Manning to have a big night in Dallas, and, and don't like saying that. But this morning, in fact, I read that Odell Beckham Jr. may miss that game with a bad ankle. So uh, a big part uh, of I don't I don't know how much I buy that just yet. If, 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 if we get to game week and it's still questionable, then, I, then I'll give some credence to it. But until now, if, for how bad it did look on Monday night, I, I, I'm not too worried about Odell just yet. Oh, you're pricking the balloon of my hope uh, right now Sorry. here, John. That's, that's a shame. I'm also wondering about the Colts quarterback situation if Andrew Luck can't go. That Full could, fade on the Colts. Full that, fade. That could be a gr- great news for a Rams team that's hoping to surprise this season. And, uh, and then finally, Tom Brady has a big play wide out uh, added to the offense. Just what this guy needs, huh? Another, another toy. Yeah, it's great. It could be really scary, <laughs> though a tough Kansas City defense may provide a good uh, challenge in week one. Are there any other games on your radar in the first week, John, that you'll be looking at? Um, I, I guess, uh, you know, always looking forward to, to what the Ravens have in store, even though I, I expect uh, very little from them. I think, you, you, you know, you touched on some, some of the interesting games there. And then I guess from a uh, fantasy perspective, let's see here, um, opening week. Uh, I'm excited to see how the Falcons kind of respond uh, because I have my doubts about about them coming off a really, you know, obviously crushing uh, Super Bowl loss. So uh, I would like to see them come out firing. Uh, they are, you know, pretty heavily road favored uh, against the Bears. So, you know, that, that'd be one way to kind of stave off the Super Bowl hangover is you get you know get your feet wet uh and just like beating up on the bears just to start your season get your confidence <laughs> back up a little bit <laughs> nice kicking the bears already when they're down i mean uh, guys i don't even feel anything one way or the other towards the bears it's just it's, you know i know what they are right now yeah, it's not I th- good i think the world knows what they are another <laughs> sad season for chicago fans and on the football side of things uh yep. listen john over two and a half million players have won and cashed prizes playing on FanDuel to take advantage of our special offer for new users we invite them to sign up today at fanduel.com slash rw you get a free six-month rotowire subscription plus a free entry into the nfl sunday million which offers more than one million in cash prizes with your first deposit on fanduel just visit fanduel.com slash rw and of course this is void where prohibited Okay, let's get into our position-by-position picks, John, starting with the catchers, where we see names between, a number of names between 3,400 and 3,100 in the top tier. For me, it's got to be Yadi Molina, who heads into tonight's play with a five-game hit streak, which includes three multi-hit efforts. In fact, he's been on a pretty nice roll over the last two weeks. The Yadi Molina that we expected uh, at the beginning of the season is uh, in full flight right now. No, absolutely. He's been been unbelievable, and I think he's rightly priced as a second-highest catcher uh, tonight, but I think if you, if you are going to pay up at catcher, uh, it's hard for me to go against a guy like Gary Sanchez right now. Thirty five hundred uh, going against Jordan Zimmerman, and uh, one of my favorite kind of baseball stats follows on Twitter from High Heat Stats. Uh, Gary Sanchez's career numbers in August: forty three games, twenty home runs, thirty nine RBI, a slash line of three fifty four. 422 793 those are just absurd numbers over over a 43 game sample there um so he obviously likes it uh when when the season is kind of getting it get into the full swing there second half and i think that sanchez uh is going to be able to take advantage of of the matchup here tonight i love that call Uh, hard to ignore all those numbers that you're talking about uh if we look a little bit lower into a bottom the bottom tier the rest of the table here uh, I like Alex Villa a lot for $2,800. He's had a hot bat hitting in each of his last five games, continuing a pretty strong offensive cam- campaign. This guy's been an on-base, on-base machine the last couple of years, but he's uh, 
pumped up the uh, the power numbers of this season now it makes him more attractive at that low price tag he and his mates roughed up Wojciechowski the only other time they faced one another uh, I, I lo- love this matchup and uh, I have no problem putting him into my lineup tonight your thoughts John uh, I definitely like Avila I think it's smart to to get exposure uh, where you can to that Cubs lineup uh, going going to Cincinnati, where where the ball obviously also flies. That's a, that's another you know top three arguably home run park in all of baseball. And you know you don't really count on Avila for for the power numbers, but uh, he's a guy like you said. The floor is super high uh, in terms of his on base ability, and then you got to love the rest of that lineup being able to bring him around and bring him home. Uh, so I think that Avila is a really good call there. If if you want to go a little bit lower, I, I do like. You know, I'm kind of pinching my nose as I say this, but uh, Jonathan Lucroy uh, is a guy, you know, just at, at 2300. So, I mean, that seems like a punt play that that has more upside than, you know, the guys that he's sort of in the same neighborhood as price wise right now. Your your Jesus Sucre's, your Rene Rivera's, your Victor Caratini's and so on and so forth. So um, you're, you're just kind of bet, betting on the talent there at 2300 to, to maybe pull through, maybe get you, you know, six, seven points. Um, and, you know, kind of load up on your bats elsewhere. Yeah, and you got to figure that Ian Kennedy's on the mound, too, a very hittable pitcher. So that makes the Lucroy call pretty interesting for me as well. I like that one, John. Uh, if we go over to first base, we stay, see some of the big dollar options there. There's fourth healthy choices at $4,000 or more. John, who do you like up here for me? Uh, the name of Goldschmidt uh, leaps off the page at $4,000. We don't see him priced normally that low. And we don't often talk about the fact that he was hitless in three games recently. So uh, last night he snapped that streak with a pair of safeties. For me, an easy choice to go with him tonight in this group. Yeah, and, and yeah, I knew I felt a disturbance in the force with Goldschmidt going hitless on three straight nights. I knew there was something just off. But um, yeah, the, I think rightfully so, the, the pricing for, for Votto and Rizzo at the top there, um, again, just targeting that game with, with the really high over-under at 10 uh, makes a lot of sense. Um, but I think for, you know, the guy that's sort of sandwiched between all of those folks is, is Freddie Freeman, and he's a left-handed bat. Uh, he's going to be at home where the ball flies uh, going against Erasmo Ramirez. He's got 17 home runs in 220 at bats against right-handed pitching this year and OPS well over a thousand uh, against righties. So, I mean, Freeman seems like a lock or a very safe lock. I, I'm not, you know, guaranteeing that he's going to go yard tonight per se, but um, I think that he's definitely going to going to be able to deliver uh, double digit points, you know, hopefully get you that three times value at, at 4,100. John, there's also a few other quality guys down to $3,500. I might take a look at Edwin Encarnacion, priced at $3,900. He faces a lefty and Drew Pomerantz, who's scheduled to start despite some recent back pain issues. Uh, I think the platoon advantage is going to cause him more stress tonight. Uh, platoon dish advantage, rather, against Edwin. I, I think that one's a hard one to ignore. It's also hard to ignore Jose Abreu, uh, despite the fact he's play, surrounded by a very anemic bunch of bats in that Chicago lineup. I, I don't ignore his 9-for-18 ledger against twin starter Irvin Santana. And also, uh, despite a Pirates team that's struggling, Josh Bell has been on a roll of late. That includes four multi-hit efforts in his last nine games. He gets the platoon advantage against uh, Dodgers tough lefty and Rich Hill, but don't be fooled by that because uh, Hill has reverse splits this season and been tough on, uh, on righties this season. So, uh, John, those are my thoughts, your preferences in this group. 
Yeah, that, that's an interesting point you bring up with, with Bell because you know he, I think he he can hit switch, but I, I like him better as a lefty. Uh, but then going against a lefty changes that. But then again, you just said that the Rich Hill has reverse split, so it's a bit of a chess match there uh, as far as that matchup goes. Other guys I kind of like in the, in this range, um, Matt Carpenter at thirty five hundred uh, going against Chassin. Uh, he seems to make some sense to me. Uh, you know, he hasn't been great this season, but he hits in a, in a in a nice part of that Cardinals order. And the, the Cardinals offense has pepped up a fair bit uh, in the second half. And he's been, been a, a pretty strong contributor uh, to that. And I think uh, Justin smoke uh, down at 3,400 against Austin Pruitt, who's got a five, three, seven ERA, um, you know, smoke only being 3,400 uh, when he's got, when I like him better from the left side of the plate going against a righty, um, I think that smoke also makes some sense here. And what about some guys a little bit lower on this in this tier? I like Alonzo at $3,300. He has a nice 5 for 12. I remember seeing all those at-bats against Ari Dickey in Toronto. Uh, yeah. Obviously not facing a knuckleballer off... Uh, not phased by a, luck, a knuckleballer off of what I saw. I remember those a lot of those at bats being pretty loud ones. So he's also snapped a, a torrid eight game hit streak last night. I think this is a good bounce back opportunity for him at that price tag. I like that call. And then uh, Tommy Joseph is another guy that you know it's definitely boom or bust. But you know he did homer twice uh, in the header against against the Marlins. So uh, if you if you feel a need if you feel pinched at at the first base spot. Um, Joseph at least offers a little bit of pop upside for you know for well under three thousand. John, what about at second base? We see four guys at or above thirty five hundred dollars, including uh, Dozier, who's at the head of this class for me, priced at forty three hundred dollars. Haven't seen him up here too much uh, this season, but but he's flashed big time power in the past week, and he owns James Shields with a twelve and thirty two record that includes four homers and an OPS of one point three four. Uh, that that screams uh, pick me pick me but that's a lot of money for this guy are you on any one of these guys uh, in this it, it, yeah that's a great call I, I do like the twins bats uh, tonight going against James Shields um, I think that uh, that makes plenty of sense here and again I think that that sort of strengthens my, my notion that that Irvin Santana is going to be able to to come out of this uh, with a win this evening because I think that that twins lineup even though it's a little bit banged up I think uh, Kepler is sick. I know Sano's on the on the DL, um, but I mean this is still a relatively quality lineup. Buxton's starting to hit now. I'll get to him a little bit later. So Dozier, I do like, and I love that history that that you called upon there. Uh, on the other side of it, Moncada at twenty eight hundred. If um, if you don't if you don't buy what I'm selling you as far as Santana goes, um, but then I mean really. For me, I'm, I'm going on the lower end of the spectrum as far as uh, my second base call is concerned. I'm going to go with uh, Ozzie Albies uh, of the Atlanta Braves. He's at he's sitting at 3,000. Uh, young guy, again, kind of targeting uh, the Braves a little bit tonight, uh, sort of as an under-the-radar under stack. Um, Albies kind of drawing some, you know, this is obviously a long ways off, but drawing a little bit of Jose Altuve comps for his size, his combination of, you know, really small size, but uh, with a lot of pop uh, that he brings along with it. So he's just at 3000. He doesn't hit in a great part of that lineup, uh, but I do expect the Braves to light up the Mariners a fair bit. Uh, so Albies is a good way to get exposure to that game. John, uh, for me, uh, I'm looking at Ian Happ for $3,200. I got a, uh, I saw more of him than I wanted to this past weekend as the Cubs just broke the Jays' hearts. But oh, yeah. I, I think I'd like to put him in as a part of the Cubs stack against Mojo. I told you, 
earlier. He got mashed by the Cubbies the only time they faced one another. The champs are rolling right now and have been a power factor of late, so that makes good sense to me. If we swing over to third base, we see six guys, John, to consider priced over $3,500 for me. I look no further than Eugenio Suarez at $3,700. He's on a power tear, guts the platoon advantage against Montgomery in this group. Uh, that stands out to me. Who do you like? Um, kind of to your point on on um, Paul Goldschmidt only being at 4000 I, I felt the same way about Jake Lamb. And I know that he's struggled over the last two weeks, you know, hitting just 222 uh, with just a pair of home runs over that stretch. But this is a guy in Jake Lamb that, that is such a quality hitter. And he has so much left-handed power going against a guy in Chris Flexen, who uh, I've watched a few times since he's gotten the call up to the Mets this year. Um, and, you know, maybe down the line he'll, he'll pan out. But uh, right now, I think he's a pitcher to target uh, with bats. And I think with that, uh, Lamb at 3,700 uh, makes a ton of sense to me. Great call. I think an Arizona stack makes great sense tonight, too, if you can fit a couple of those big bats in there. Having goalie at $4,000 might help that cause. Uh, who do you like in the 3000 to 3500 hundred dollar range john for me it's the reds rondon against mike fires who's been prone to the long ball this season the price tag there's only thirty one hundred dollars or what about jorge polanco at thirty two hundred dollars he's been on a homer tear this week and a nice hitting streak in the past week as well uh, and if i'm looking for a bargain hunter name south of three thousand dollars yes i'm going to bring his name up because every time longoria <laughs> faces the jays he lights it up he did it again last night the price tag twenty two twenty five hundred dollars you can tell my dog really likes it too he, <laughs> He's uh, nine and nine for thirty against Strowman, and always crushes the Jays like he did last night. Talk to me, John. Uh, let's see here. I, I think uh, I do like that Rendon call. I, I think you, you brought up an excellent point in terms of Fires, uh, his, his ability to limit home runs in the middle part of the season was sort of a driving part behind his value um, after a really, really tough start to the year, and then uh, you know that that sort of ability to keep the ball in the park has gone away recently. So I think uh, with that, that Washington lineup, even without Bryce Harper and, and Trey Turner, uh, is one that, that that should be able to scratch some runs across uh, off of Mike Fires. I think moving down that list a little bit, uh, I know it's a tough matchup, but Jose Ramirez at 2,900, that, that's a batter that's, you know, of immense quality that that's priced below 3000. So he screams out as a bit of a bargain, uh, in my eyes. Um, and that those, those are the two main guys that, that I'd be targeting otherwise. And I think Corey Spangenberg a little bit too, if you know, if you want to go counter to my Luke Weaver pick. Yeah, he was a name that I was looking at as well. Uh, then we look at shortstop where we see six names between 37 and $3,400. Do you favor one or another in this pack? I saw Javi Baez make consistent hard contact against the Jays this weekend and like him as part of my cub stack against Bolger. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, the bi- the bias call is definitely interesting um, uh, because you know he, he really has been delivering at the plate uh, much more lately that, than uh, we've kind of been used to seeing. We, you can always count on him defensively, but now his, his bat is starting to come around uh, a fair bit. I think if you move up the board, uh, Paul DeYoung's a guy I always like to target at, at just thirty seven hundred going against Chasin, who you know he has respectable numbers, but. Again, you know, you're getting a piece of that Cardinals lineup that, that's been really red hot uh, pretty much since the start of August there. Um, so th- those are those are some of the ones that I like. And then also uh, Didi Gregorius uh, seems to be uh, way underpriced at 3,100 going oh, against Zimmerman. I agree with you there for sure. Uh, the rest of the field under $3,300 includes the name of Gene Segura for me. This guy's been quiet of late, but looks like a bargain at the top of the M's order. Priced at only $3,200. 
Not too often when you get a guy who has the ability to get on base almost 38% of the time, priced that low, he'll get the extra at bat over a lot of people in, in uh, this grouping too, is something to consider. So I like that sure. possibility as well, John. Now we go to the big six in the outfield. What about uh, the premium options north of $4,000? Let's break them down with your faves here, though. I'm excited to say that I have room for Blackman at $4,400. I haven't done that very often this year, and he gets to go against a very ordinary Ian Kennedy. That's my favorite pick in this grouping. Uh, I like that. It's tough, tough to argue against that. I, I think most of these guys, uh, except, no, I mean, I do love Nelson Cruz in general, but I, I just, I worry about this Mariners lineup going against a knuckleballer. Um, that, that always sort of, uh, you know, it can, it can turn out really well and they, and they, they really get a hold of one and it, you know, and it goes a mile. But, uh, a lot of the times that, you know, if Dickie has it, has, uh, the ball moving the way he wants, uh, then this could be a very frustrating night for, for the people trying to stack up on Mariners bats, uh, at SunTrust park. So I, like you also saved room for, for a primo guy here. And, I'm going to go with uh, Stanton going against Mark Leiter Jr. I, I don't think that, uh, you know, I think Mark Leiter Jr. down the line is going to be a good pitcher. I think he's part of that uh, young Phillies core that's going to be impressive. But Stanton, uh, right now, the way he's been in the second half, uh, just unbelievable 60 home run pace. Um, and I, I think even at 5,100, going to Philly uh, tonight, I think that, that if you have room for him, uh, why not? John, this is going to be our second loony bet. You won last week, i got to tell you. And so oh, yeah. I, I'm looking for revenge. And so this will be the second one where it's my loony against a U.S. buck. Uh, let's see which one of the big bats comes through for us. What about some other names in the, the high 3,000s or even the low 3,000s that you might be interested in? Um, let's see here. I, I think moving down that list... Um, a little bit, I, like I mentioned earlier, um, I do want to touch on how, how well Byron Buxton uh, has been yeah. doing. Um, really, really impressive stuff after, for a guy that, that sort of looked like, you know, he was starting to get the, is he really just a quad A player type, type of concerns uh, for a little while? But in the month of August, hitting 316 uh, with a 349 on base percentage, which to me is arguably the most encouraging part of this because before he just couldn't get on base for anything. He'd, you know, he'd just be striking out uh, nonstop. OPS uh, almost at a thousand there too, and, and the strikeout rate uh, down a little bit. It's still relatively high, but uh, he's got some power. Four home runs in 22 games in August, um, and I like that matchup a lot uh, tonight for the Twins going against James Shields. So uh, you know. Buxton just 3,200. I think that, that that really screams out as a pretty big bargain to me uh, this evening. John, a little higher up on the board. I'm I'm seeing Aaron Judge not priced over four thousand dollars. That's a surprise to me, and uh, the fade continues of late. Thirty-eight hundred dollars. You might be tempted though against uh, a pitcher like Zimmerman. Uh, it might call for throwing him into the lineup there. Chris Taylor has been Mr. Utility for the Dodgers. They need him with some of the other guys going down around him, and he's delivered the goods consistently. Two guys up there in the high three thousand that might be worth uh, a look. Uh, and then if we go down in the, the lower end of that table, that's where I find a couple of my guys uh, that I'm interested in. So I'd like to highlight them before throwing back to you. And you go for it. one of those guys is uh, Reese Hoskins on a power tear of, of late three homers in his last four games. Uh, he gets the lefty in Nicolino in Florida. I love the fact that he has the platoon advantage as well. And uh, this kid doesn't know any better. He, he's going to continue the streak with that favorable matchup. I also like Christian Yelich with a hot streak and a platoon advantage priced at only $3,200 tonight. Uh, aside from these guys, who might be uh, contrarian or tournament-type plays in the lower end of this board, John? Um, well, I think uh, Cargo... Um, at 2,800, I know that it's not a game at cores, but you're still getting 
uh, cargo at, at under three thousand there, uh, going against Ian Kennedy, who who we've mentioned, uh, you know, ERA over five, uh, pension to give up the long ball. Um, so he's someone that that you could potentially uh, try to work into your lineup. Um, I like Michael Taylor uh, a little bit uh, there as well, and I think Carlos Beltran. Uh, to going against Edwin Jackson, I, you know, I couldn't believe uh, I was watching Edwin Jackson's last start out um, against the Padres on Thursday, and I just couldn't believe that he made it through seven innings in in less than ninety pitches uh, with wow. one earned run allowed. That so that, that to me that's more reflective of how lost the Padres are than than how good Edwin has been. So I think uh, you know that that sort of uh, tails off tonight uh, against. Uh, against the Astros. All right, we've taken a look at all the position players, the pitchers. Uh, time to put our lineups together. John, what does your preferred lineup look like this evening? All right, I'm going to go uh, starting off with with Luke Weaver uh, at my pitcher spots, just to uh, kind of uh, save myself some room uh, for for some of the bigger bats there. Um, I have Jonathan Lucroy um, down at at the 2300 mark again, kind of punting uh, at first base a little bit, uh, um, and then. Uh, First part of my brave stack uh, is at first base with, with Freddie Freeman. Again, I, I love the platoon advantage that he's got in the home ballpark against Erasmo. Um, Ozzie Albies backing that up uh, for me at the second base spot for just three thousand. Uh, third base, Jake Lamb, thirty-seven hundred. That seems like uh, the probably the biggest no-brainer in my lineup. Uh, Didi Gregorius, again, just a really quality hitter. I can't believe he's only thirty-one hundred against Jordan Zimmerman, um, regardless of, of recent production or not. Um, and then outfield, I have uh, Giancarlo Stanton, uh, Byron Buxton, and then I, I initially had Michael A. Taylor, but um, I also initially had Robinson Chirinos at catcher, so I pivoted down. Uh, to get Lucroy, save me, save myself three hundred bucks, and I'm going to go with Matt Kemp to to give myself uh, three parts of that Braves lineup. A Matt Kemp mention on this show usually pays off big time, so that's interesting. Normally, there you go. normally go. it's me that brings him up, John. So we'll see if that continues. But uh, I'll counter with Zach Godley. I couldn't look away when I saw he was priced at eight eight hundred dollars. It's up at the higher end of the board, but backed by that t- solid uh, Arizona lineup against a New York team that's throwing. A, a uh, rather ordinary pitcher up against the, that that attack. Uh, I think Godley has a chance with a strikeout, a good strikeout game to put up a big score. Uh, I'll throw Alex Avila behind the plate. Uh, the Cubs uh, and the and the Reds face off tonight. Twenty eight hundred dollars a price tag for a guy who's an on base machine, uh, and uh, I'll pair him up. Uh, Jose, Jose Abreu similarly, Minnesota and Chicago White Sox that match up. $3,700 the price tag for Abreu. I st- spoke about his record against uh, Santana in that one, favoring him. He's a tough, uh, the t- only tough out in that lineup and uh, unless they pitch around him, he's going he's gonna to find a way to get a good game score on his own. Uh, se- second baseman Ian Happ, I saw too much of this guy on the weekend uh, for the Cubbies against the Jays and uh, he gets the favorable matchup against Cincinnati, part of a stack that I would certainly recommend at $3,200 uh, partnering him with Avia. That's that's being a pretty nice stack for the White Sox that won't cost you that much. And uh, speaking of not costing you that much, Evan Longoria priced at $2,500. That has to be a misprint, uh, John, pure and simple. <laughs> Against the Blue Jays, this guy's lights out, and he's tough on Stroman, as I mentioned, 9 for 30 head-to-head career. And he even had a big game last night to start off that series. 
Gene Segura gets to lead off against uh, R.A. Dickey. They have a brief history that favors Segura, and uh, Segura, for his part, is another on-base machine, could have a good game score and gets the extra at-bat over a lot of guys in the field at shortstop, so I'll, I'll take advantage of that for $3,200. Then in the outfield, I look for the hot stick of Reese Hoskins uh, to continue. A nice streak uh, for the youngster, $3,100 the price tag, good power being shown so far. And he gets a good matchup tonight to continue that stretch. Uh, affords me the opportunity, all of this affords me the opportunity to bring in Charlie Blackman, who's going to carry my flag against you in that $1 side bet that we have. Let's go. Uh, Colorado against Kansas City. Ian Kennedy's a gas can. I say Blackman lights him up tonight for $4,400. I'll happily spend that money. Christian Yelich rounds out my squad. He's on a power tear, one of the better and more underrated top uh, power options in in uh, the National League outfielders. And uh, he's priced at only $3,200 against the Phillies tonight. So that's my squad. You've told me yours. What about the optimizer? What does it say? The optimizer, as always, huge Rich Hill fan. Um, 8,800 for, for Rich Hill. Um, I can, I can definitely see the reasoning behind it though. Um, given, given the, the pirates sort of, uh, come back to earth over the last month or so offensively, uh, at catcher, Jonathan Lucroy, 2,300, uh, Tommy Joseph, uh, at first base. So really kind of, uh, punting your, your catcher and your first base spots to, to load up elsewhere. And you'll see why, uh, momentarily again, Tommy Joseph going against Justin Nicolino, um, with the platoon advantage going against a lefty. Um, and Joseph obviously coming off the two home run performance on Tuesday gives him a little bit of upside coming into, uh, Wednesday's games. Uh, Daniel Murphy, uh, at 3,600 going against Houston, going against Mike fires, who again is starting to, to kind of lose his ability to limit the long ball, uh, in a, in a pretty big way. And it's been pretty bad lately. Um, then we've got Jose Ramirez at 2,900 huge value, sort of like what you said about Longoria. It almost feels like a misprint, uh, as far as his salary is concerned there, uh, a hitter of his quality being under 3000 Corey Seager would be the optimizer shortstop. 3700 getting a piece of the Dodgers uh, top third of the lineup uh, against Trevor Williams never a bad idea uh, and then for the outfield um, Mike Trout uh, so getting a premium option there uh, against Texas and then a, a pairing of, of Red Sox to round out your outfield with really nice prices on both of them uh, Mookie Betts 3500 going against Kluber and Andrew Benintendi so it, you know if you are not of the opinion that Kluber is going to dominate the Red Sox tonight uh, then those are definitely uh, two guys to, to keep an eye on uh, for your lineups. For me, they sound like very, very low possibility uh, contrarian picks, John. I, I think Kluber's been lights out, and uh, the Red Sox are in tough this evening. Uh, speaking of teams that are in a bit of a, a tough time, we have not talked about the Dodgers in this regard. They've had a bit of a speed wobble of late. Uh, John, if you're going to go uh, into one of these, uh, this is not the more, worst time of year to have it happen with such a nice lead in the standings for them. They're coasting to the finish line. But any reason for concern in L.A.? I mean, this is this is something where, you know, if it was September and we're, we're – we sort of were getting to like dress rehearsal time before before the playoffs started. Then you'd feel a little bit uneasier about it. But this really feels like the it, oddly enough that they've had plenty of attrition throughout the year, uh, starting with um, Andrew Tolles tearing his ACL at the, at the start of the year, and uh, you know Hunjin Ryu kind of not 
uh, delivering and then uh, Adrian Gonzalez being out for a long time. But they've, they've kind of been struck by this new crop of injuries here with, with uh, Bellinger hitting the DL with, with a bit of an ankle. Uh, they don't believe it to be serious, but it's still, you know, not great to, to have him sidelined. And then Alex Wood, one of the best starting pitching stories of the entire year, uh, being out with it with an upper uh, body issue. So that that's also a little bit concerning. But, you know, through it all, the Dodgers are still eight and ten, eight and two over the last 10 games. Uh, they have a 21 game lead over the Diamondbacks, who are 12 games over 500. So that, that gives you an, an idea of how far away from the rest of the pack they are. So I think if any team is built uh, to handle this sort of adversity, um, at least from a player personnel and performance uh, standpoint, I think the Dodgers would be it. So I am not concerned about them as of yet. Well, John, that takes us to the end of the episode. And I got to tell you, I'm, I'm so excited about what's coming up this weekend for me in Toronto with the fantasy sports show. I'm pumped for you. You got you to gotta give me the full rundown afterward. A few of your buddy, our buddies are coming up from the home office to represent here, I think. And uh, some of the local guys who, who do some stringer work for Toronto as well at Rotowire are going to be involved. So I'm looking forward. It's the second chance I get to hobnob with, with my brothers and sisters uh, at Rotowire because I'm remote right from you guys. So looking forward to that aspect but really excited about it and uh, that'll wrap it up for this week John so there you have it for John McKechnie who's a great follow at Johnny McKex I'm Paul Bruno and you can follow me at Statsman22 and we wish you good luck with your FanDuel picks come back to listen to our pods on a daily basis to get an edge on the competition so long everybody time inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply